Welcome everyone to episode 23 of the Missing Pieces podcast. I'm actually starting this episode off a little frustrated because I just did this intro and it turned out really well, but while I was doing it, I got very distracted by this chicken that came up to my door and was squawking out there and pecking on the glass. So I just went out and I threw them some treats and they migrated down into the yard. So I should be able to maybe do this with a little bit of a more clear focus. If this is your first time watching or listening, God bless you. I don't typically start the episode off talking about chickens, but you know, everything is, everything is different and everything is new here, but this is the podcast where I sit down and I talk about my life, talk about Lego, and I talk about anything that was on my mind from the previous week. And I've got a lot of topics to talk about here, but before we get into that, I want to talk about a side topic, a little bit of an experiment that I'm doing here, and that's in my efforts to record these episodes. Typically when I do this, I record with this. This is a Canon M50 with a Rode video mic on top of here, and this produces really good audio. It produces really good video. And you're probably asking, well, Greg, why aren't you using that then? It's because I have to take the card out of this, which there's a typically a memory card in the bottom. It's now in my computer. But I have to take that footage, I have to import it, and then I have to edit it and export it. And it all takes a really long time. So what I'm doing with this episode as an experiment is I'm recording this using my iPhone as a webcam. So visually, if you're watching this on YouTube, it may not look as good as it typically does. But if you're listening to this, I'm actually using a Blue Yeti microphone. So this may may hopefully sound better than what this microphone does, but I'm going to leave that up to you guys. This is, again, going to be an experiment that I'd like to hear your feedback on. This is going to speed up my workflow quite a bit, but it really comes down to the audio quality. If the audio isn't as good as the previous episodes, if you can compare them, I think I'm going to go back to doing the long the long route instead of doing it this way, but ideally, this would be how I, how I do it. The other thing that could potentially come up here is my my five-year-old MacBook Pro that's been just a beast of a computer. The fans might kick on and you might hear that as well, which is I think the reason that I went with that camera initially. It's hard for me to remember because we're on episode 23 now and that puts us at almost six months ago that I started doing this. But right now everything seems to be good. The audio levels seem to be good, which is another nice thing. I can see the audio levels right now. So assuming that you're okay with a slightly worse video quality and hopefully a little bit better audio quality, this should be a win going forward, but we'll, we'll see how it goes and I'll wait to hear your feedback on that. Speaking of feedback, if you want to help this podcast out, there's a couple ways you can do it. If you're listening to this on, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to it, if you can leave me a review and rating, especially on Apple, because that's where I, I look at them and read them out, I'd appreciate that greatly. Also, if you want to support the channel and you want exclusive content for uh, any kind of Brickitech stuff, we do videos live streams, and secret posts and pictures and things like that on our Patreon. You can join us there. I know a lot of you guys have. In fact, I think in the last month, we've pretty much doubled the number of patrons we have, and I appreciate all of you guys that have come over and do that, but I'd love to see more of you guys over there. In fact, this afternoon, after I'm done recording this, we're going to do a group call for the uh, the higher level tier patrons where we could just hang out and chat and talk about stuff. And I'm thinking about adding another one of those slots in and I think I will do that. So while you're watching this, if, if someone wants to claim that one last spot for that tier, you're welcome to, to come on. Otherwise, it's probably going to be sold out again. All right, so let's get into today's topics. And it's still quiet here with no chickens, so I feel like we're in a good space. Let's talk about moving my Lego sets, the uh, most, I guess the biggest thing that I did this week and the thing that you guys seem to love the most. I made the videos uh, two separate days. I went over and I moved my Lego sets. Uh, built Lego sets in the back of my car, just moving them from my studio to the car and back and forth and back and forth. Of course, with a camera in my hand the whole time, making it take twice as long. But for the entertainment factor, I thought it worked out really well. And it was just really fun just to kind of, 
I guess reminisce about the the sets that we've built and the times that we've had and things like that as we as we moved out of the Brickitech studio for the last time and everything went really good with the move. The only issues we had was the popcorn cart skyscraper right now is in uh, five pieces and the Joker Manor, the top part of it, Sauron's eye or whatever fell off of it and I just put that back together. We moved everything down here into the studio, which you can't see from this angle. You can just see my mess from mail time over here, but. Yeah, I was surprised how well it went. Clark Man helped me carry the stuff down into the studio. I gave him like the stuff that I knew couldn't break. Like he carried the porg down and uh, he, just some other small stuff. I, of course, carried the roller coaster in, which the roller coaster moved with no issues. I didn't even have to take it apart, which was amazing. And that was actually kind of nice because I, I forgot where it breaks apart at. So just carried it all in one shot. And that was the thing I was most worried about. Uh, I got all my small vehicles. I got the Saturn V that had no issues. Um, the Spider-Man bridge move, Destiny's Bounty, the Great Hall, the fishing store. I've got some Technic builds. I've got the Ferris wheel, which you guys didn't see moved because I already moved it before that. But it was it was a cool experience, I guess. Also kind of sad because the Brickitech Studio is no more. But we got everything over here and we're on to what I hope to be bigger and better things. I do have a lot of organizing to do here. I've got a lot of decorating to do, which you're going to see this week. I've got a uh, something really cool to put up on the wall that's right in front of me here that you guys... You're going to love it. I Well, I hope so. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't unwrapped it. I'm saving it for the video. If you guys didn't notice, I typically like to do everything that I do on camera so you can get my honest reaction and like the, I don't know, I, I think it's fun to take people with you on the journey as opposed to just telling them, one, what you're going to do or two, what you did. I'd rather you like be with me during that. And I, I think that makes what we do here way, way more interactive and way more fun. It's It's almost as good as being live. So that was last weekend I moved those things. I think it was Saturday and Sunday. I went over and did two trips and got that taken care of. You guys saw the videos later this week. If you didn't see those videos, I highly recommend watching them. They were a blast to make. And uh, again, the response on it has been really good too. So uh, we're now, everything that I own, everything in the Lego studio or the old Lego studio is now in this studio. It's just a matter of getting it organized. I took all of my, my built sets and boxes. I know we've been talking about box life for a while. Everything is in storage room B which is the only storage room we have, but it's back there and it's all stacked up and I've got a lot of space in there. So the emergency of actually throwing away my, my boxes or making that decision isn't upon us yet, but I do want to figure out what I'm going to do in that regard. So that will be coming soon and I will let you guys know what, I, what I'm planning to do with that. I've had people tell me that I, this is kind of crazy, but if I throw away my boxes, me and Clark should autograph them and like give them away or sell them or something like that. I don't know if we're going to go that far, but we will do something special with the boxes, whether it be like destroying them, setting them on fire, uh, ex exploding them, sending them to the moon. I don't know. We're going to do something fun with the boxes if we get rid of them. But my, my main goal, and I know I talked about this before, is essentially to have a studio where it's a, a place of building, where I have... I have bins and stack-ons and things just filled with organized pieces. That way you can come down here and do whatever. In fact, I have just a bin of, of miscellaneous things that I've been meaning to organize for a long time. And last night, I was down here playing a little bit of video games, and Clark Man came down, and he just started building out of that. And it's like, that's what I need. It's not about having sets with in boxes. It's about having like the opportunity to do something cool. And I've been coming up with some really great mock ideas recently that I've been keeping notes on. In fact, I just I just thought of the other one that I wanted to do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on my list. You guys aren't gonna know what this is, unless you can you can guess how many letters it was. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, I just thought of another one. Oh my goodness. Uh, okay, we all right. We're we're gonna keep this all secret because you guys are gonna want to see this when it comes up. But I got my mocks ready to go. Um, 
at least the ideas for them. And I kind of, what I typically do with mocks, I don't know, I don't do much with Lego Digital Designer. I know a lot of people go in there and they, they build the thing that they're going to build digitally so they can see how it's going to work and also figure out what pieces they need. What I typically do is make a rough prototype using the pieces I have, and then I order my brick link. It's, I guess, the old school way to do it and probably the, the more difficult way to do it. But it, my mind works a lot better if I'm manipulating things with, with my hands as opposed to that. But uh, that kind of reminds me of something I talked about last week where I talked about a bunch of series that I want to do. And one of them that I forgot to mention is Greg tries. Lego digital designer. So it'd be my efforts or my attempts from from the very beginning, just opening up the program for the first time and trying to build things on there. And maybe I could get to the point where I could build my mocks on there before I do it in real life. And it'd be a cool like live stream idea, I think, where we could sit down and like build things together or I could build and you guys could see what I'm doing and give me real time advice as I'm doing it. I thought that'd be really cool. Uh, that that kind of reminds me of another thing I want to talk about in terms of series. I talked to you guys last week about the sorting series that I want to do. And I think this week I'm going to film my first episode for that. I'm trying to figure out what I should call it though. My initial idea was to call it sort life. I like that idea, like living the sort life because Clark and I always talk like Jeep life. We live the Jeep life. We've got, you know, whatever life. Uh, I should probably have more examples of how we say it, but we're always like sort life, you know, like that. And I was thinking about titling it that, but I want to throw some other ideas out to you guys and also solicit any other ideas that you guys may have as well. My other ideas for names of it, of course, is Sortitect because it falls in line with the brand. So you got like, you know, I do like Brickitect, Sortitect, you know, all the attacks that we do. And I had someone ask like, what what does it mean when he says attack after everything like Marvel attackers stuff like that? It's it's just it's just what we do. It's just what we do. So I thought about sword attack as a name, and I also thought of another one which I really like too, which is the sword is real. So the sword is real. Episode one, the sword is real. It's like the struggle is real because sorting is a struggle for me. The sword is real. Let me know what you think about those three ideas, or if you have a better idea for a sorting series, I'd love to do it. But it's going to be like. A long-term thing so it's gonna be like episode one two three four five and maybe someone's gonna sit down and one day they might just lose a whole day of their life watching me sort lego which i feel really bad for you if that's the case but i would probably watch someone do it if they were entertaining enough and i think i can be that person if i can make moving lego sets from one space to another entertaining i certainly can make sorting entertaining and i think it's cool to see progress i think that's the most fun thing to see where you can see someone take like a complete disaster which is what this place is right now slowly start morphing it into a really great space and that's that's what it would be so it's essentially building a lego room through through sorting and doing other stuff as well that's what we're going to be doing a lot of here i really just want to get away from doing what we have been doing which is every single day making like a lego vlog where we come in open a set build it do our little thing with it and then we move on and do that same thing the next day in fact it kind of takes me to my next topic doing that is slowly killing my channel, I believe. You guys know, and this is a part of my own decision-making that, that did this, is uh, when this whole COPPA thing hit and I decided I was going to go all in on Patreon, I decided that I was going to no longer monetize the Made for Kids videos. And at the time, it seemed like, <clears throat> excuse me, it seemed like a really good idea because I like the idea of doing our own little intro, which I'm going to be changing up a little bit. Right now, I've kind of gone back and forth between doing an intro where it's like a pre-recorded one, where I talk about how you can support some Patreon and what you'd get from doing that. And then I've done it in real time with me and Clark, like saying it, which I like that better because it's more personal. But I want to like chop it down a good bit because right now it's like 
19 seconds long when I say everything that I want to say. And that's a lot to go through when, you, when you're getting into a video. And I think you lose a lot of people through that. So we've experimented with a new intro that we tried once before. And I did it in an episode that you have yet to see of something that we built. Actually... You can see it right here if you're watching this on YouTube. It's the uh, the mail plane that we got in the mail from Chad. You're going to see this video this week. But we're trying out a new intro, and I'll, I'll read it here to you guys. I actually have it written down because I, I don't have it memorized, and it's actually really short, so I, there's really no excuse for that. But it's inspired by PBS. If you guys watch PBS or PBS Kids, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about here. But it goes like this, and it's very simple. It's this Greg and Clark Lego vlog is made possible by Patreon pledges from viewers like you. Thank you. So uh, PBS says, uh, funding for um, missing pieces is made possible by viewers like you. Thank you. And I, I really like that as like a very simple thing. It gets the point across that the reason that I'm able to make this and you're able to watch this is because people do donate or make pledges in PBS's case and essentially in my Made for Kids videos case. But I like that. This Greg and Clark Lego vlog is made possible by Patreon pledges from viewers like you. Thank you. And I like it when Clark says the thank you part because he he knows he knows what I'm saying because he watches PBS Kids. So he always does the thank you part. And it's like, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. I like getting I like throwing things out there and getting feedback from you guys, because sometimes when you come up with ideas in your mind, everything seems like a good idea or some things seem like a great idea. And you're like, yeah, I'm totally going to do that. But then when you run it across other people, they're like, yeah, not so much. Like I use Mrs. Brickitect for that. And I'll, Oftentimes you can use it feedback from YouTube videos as well, but it's great to have a community like this and a, and, uh, a resource like this podcast where I'm not actually putting this out in a video yet. This is kind of just me and you having a conversation and I can say my little intro and you guys can be like, yeah, I don't really like the way that is. Or yeah, I think that totally works better than being like the, the old intro, which is again, very long. I wish I had the technology here. We're getting a little hot on the audio too. I wish I had the technology here that I could play it for you, but you guys know what I'm talking about. I've done it in probably like eight videos so far, but that kind of takes me full circle to what I want to talk about with the taking the ads off the videos. I'm thinking now that that was a mistake, not, not for financial reasons. I'm not really missing out on much being that the made for kids videos hardly make any money at all. What I think I'm missing out on, and I noticed a, an extreme drop in views and recommendations when I stopped monetizing my videos. I think YouTube's not pushing those videos out at all. And they may say that they don't do that, like it doesn't matter whether you're monetized or not, but you have to think YouTube as a business that run that basically makes a living off of ads, running ads on videos. If you have Greg and Clark's Lego vlog, which is not monetized at all, and no ads are running on it, and you have this other Lego YouTubers video, like both in the same space, that one running ads, which one of those videos are you gonna recommend that someone watches? Are you going to recommend the video that doesn't make you any money or are you going to recommend the video that does? And I think we all know the answer to that one that you're obviously going to recommend the video that does. So I noticed that I've been, when I've been doing this for like the last two or three weeks or maybe a little bit longer, I've noticed a, a sharp decline in the number of views that I've been getting per day. Like the channel was doing like really great for months and months and months. And then it was just like all of a sudden, just like, like a crash, like, like back to like six months ago levels. And that's on a channel that's been growing consistently for all this time. So the only variable that's really changed is the fact that 80% of my new videos, I'm not monetizing. And therefore I don't think YouTube is recommending my new videos. And a big part of getting views on YouTube isn't just 
having people watch your videos or search for your videos like that are a part of your community. It's having new people find them. And YouTube recommendations are a huge thing. That's basically how Greg's world has grown to the behemoth that it is. So I personally feel like me not monetizing those videos, and I, I'm, I'm noticing it instantly, I, I think it's having a, a really negative effect on the channel. So for me, I'm gonna get rid of the whole part of the intro, and as you guys can see there, where it's like, this video is brought to you ad-free, thanks to our patrons. If you want exclusive Brickatech content, you can join us over there and get vlogs and uh, live streams and group calls and things like that. I'm gonna cut out the ad-free part. We're just gonna do our little PBS intro so people are aware that we have a Patreon, which is something that I never used to talk about at all. It was always just in the description. I'm gonna do that little intro. There's gonna be an ad in it, possibly. I think only about half the videos that are made for kids have ads, but at the very least, it gets me into the realm of, of YouTube still recommending my videos, at least I think. And I'll do, just like everything here, like this setup that I'm doing, everything that I do is an experiment to see what works and what doesn't work. Because it's not like you have someone to bounce us off of. It's not like I can call somebody and be like, hey, did you try this and how did it work? I'm in, I'm a guy that's pretty much in my own boat. I'm one of the few Lego channels that's actually feels the need to mark their videos as made for kids because I actually have a kid in the videos and things get a little rowdy and excessive sometimes. But I'm going to see what happens in the next three months or so. If we give this to June and I don't see any like cop action on any videos that are out there, because I've seen videos from people. In fact, I saw one today that was recommended to me. It was like slot car racing of like these NASCAR, like slot cars or whatever. And it was very much kid related. And the guy didn't market as made for kids. So I'm like, if this guy's not going to get fined for something that I think is way more made for kids than, than this 35 year old dude talking to you with his son beside him and like building a Lego set together, you know, I, I'm just going to go back to marking my videos as, as not made for kids and just seeing what happens. If I get fined, I get fined. If my channel gets shut down, it gets shut down. We'll give it like three more months. So I need to see a video of someone crying. Well, I don't want to see this, but I need to see a video of someone crying saying they got a $42,000 fine on all 100 of their videos and their channel was shut down by YouTube. If that doesn't happen by like June 1st, I'm just, I'm going all, all back in. Speaking of that, yesterday's mail video, I decided not to mark made for kids for one reason. And I want to thank Jim Rolf for this. I know you're listening, Jim. We were opening the stuff, which, you know, doing toy unboxings could be seen as made for kids. And I apologize if for talking about this even because, no, I don't actually. We, I, I talk about this all the time, but it's a big part of the channel. Jim sent us a letter that was, that was very detailed about being a father and his kids' interest in Lego and what, how they do it together and stuff. And I noticed when I edited that video back, that letter, the read of that was like well over a minute long, maybe even closer to two minutes. And as much fun as we had in the video and the unboxings and stuff, I was thinking like, have I ever seen a made for kids video or a, a video that's directed to kids that are under 12 where someone sits down and reads a letter for that long without like bright colors popping out and all kinds of crazy voices and like puppets reading it and stuff? And the answer is no. So I feel like mail time may actually, well, depending on what we get, I've always felt like because we get like other little toys and trinkets and Clark's playing with the stuff. I feel like that really leads us into that territory. But if we're just opening up boxes and reading letters that people sent to us and showing the items that we've been sent from our fans, and I don't disclose the ages. So everyone from now on, if, if you disclose your age in a letter, I'm either not going to read it or I'm going to make you 13 years old, or it might make you even like 75 years old because obviously it's kids that are sending it, but it's kids and their parents because obviously the kid doesn't have the ability to well, they, they probably could like put it in a box and stuff, but it, there's a parent that's involved somewhere there that's sending these things out. And uh, I don't know, it's again, an experiment, experimental 
time we're here in here with not only this episode but pretty much everything I'm doing. Like you got you got the intros for the for the Patreon promotion that are their experiment. You got the podcast in our experiment. You got the made for kids thing. It's an experiment. Just trying to see what works and what doesn't work. And I, I think that's a really smart thing to do when you're creating content is, you know, try something, look at the results, keep doing that if it's doing well. And if, if you need to change it, change it up. So that's what we're going to do. You're going to see ads on the made for kids videos possibly. And the intro is going to be shorter and it's not going to reference ad free. And I, I think people are probably okay with that. I've noticed that and I was talking about this the other night on one of the Patreon live streams. When I first did a Patreon in Greg's World years ago, there was all kinds of backlash for it. Like people demand things for free. Like they, if you're making YouTube videos, it should be free. Everything you do should be free if you're an online content creator. And back when I did that and I was like, if you want to join our Patreon to get exclusive vlogs at the time, some people were like, you know, really upset about that. But I've noticed here with the BrickTech Patreon thing, I don't know if it's just because it's it's so commonplace on YouTube now or if it's because let me make sure we're still recording here. Yeah, we're still recording. I don't know if it's so it's so commonplace or people really understand the need to create something like that in order to keep seeing the videos that that I make in order to just justify the time. Like I talked about this on on the the live stream with patrons. It's like to spend what could be an hour or two hours filming and editing and uploading a, a video to make $4. And, you know, some of you creators out there are like, yeah, it'd be great to make $4 off a video. But if you're doing this full time for a living, I can't justify the time. I, 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 I could spend that time doing something else that's much more profitable. So it really comes down to not making the videos with Clark, man. And that sucks because that's what I like to make. But even, even with that, I may need to change it up quite a bit where it's not so much of us like ex the experience, which I like to share. It's going to be more of like the analysis where it's like, yeah, we, we built this really cool thing, but... Here, here it is, and this is what we're showing you, and it may come down to, to making it like that, but I'd like to at least continue what we're doing in some ways, but find other ways to offset the, the losses, if that makes sense. One thing's for sure, I can't keep making videos five days a week that make $4 a piece and put that kind of time into it. We're just, it just, it doesn't make sense from a business perspective, but Patreon makes it makes it work, and I'm more than happy to give away exclusive things to those people for, for going out of their way to do it, and I think you guys can, can relate to that and understand. So we talked about many of the things I've been experimenting with this this week, and there's another thing that I want to experiment with that actually am, am bringing out of, I guess, a retirement, even though it wasn't really retired, and that's the late-night radio show. I did a late-night radio show this week. If you guys don't know what that is, essentially, I, I wait until Clark Man goes to bed, I come down to the studio, I kick the microphone on, and I talk to you guys about whatever you want to talk about as almost like a podcast. It was my a podcast before I had a podcast. But it was cool because this right now, I'm directing the whole direction of this. I have a, an outline of all the things that I want to talk about. I tell you my, my thoughts and my feelings, my dreams, my desires, my fears. And then, you know, it ends and I, I sometimes get your feedback later. The late night radio show is interesting because it is completely directed by you. I don't have, I don't go into with an agenda. I have you guys throughout topics. I may talk about an individual topic for a while. I might talk, I might just answer a question. It might go off on a tirade into something completely that's unrelated. And oftentimes it goes outside the world of Lego, which is something that I really like because I just get so bored talking about like Lego news and Lego, Lego related stuff. I think there's so much more potential outside of like talking about does, oh, does that set have a new hairpiece on that minifig? Is that an exclusive element? Does that color ever been made? 
who cares, dude? Like, let's let's talk about something bigger. And that's what the late night radio show was for me. And that's why I found it so rewarding. And I love it because it's it's late at night. And oftentimes, a lot of the younger kids aren't there. Unfortunately, though, it feels like they're kind of infiltrating it a little bit. But back when I did it originally, it was it was a really magical thing. But I want to bring this back and I want to do something interesting with it. And I'd love to, again, get your guys' feedback on this because it's going to take a little bit of effort on my part. I want to do the late night radio show live on a certain night of the week so everyone knows it's going to happen at a certain time. Do it live. Talk to you guys about whatever you want to talk about. When that's done, when the stream ends, the video disappears. It's not going to be archived. It's not going to be available to listen back to later. It's literally going to be like a radio show where if you're not there, you're not there. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that footage or or the audio sample or whatever of that, say it's an hour long, and I'm going to cut that into very concise parts. So say there's a topic that I talk about for minutes one through four. I'm going to take that and put it into its into like a into iMovie or whatever to make that the first three minutes of of a video. And then say it's like minute 10 through 15, I talk about something else. I'm going to take that five minutes. So essentially I'm going to take like individual segments of that long show that's very unstructured and unorganized and make it very structured. It's almost like a, and this is another idea I could do. I watch podcast highlights oftentimes. Like I watch the H3 podcast highlights. I like the Joe Rogan podcast highlights. It's for people that can't sit down for an hour, but can sit down and listen to like five or 10 minutes if you talk about like a, a particular topic that they're interested in. But my initial idea with this, and it's kind of changing now that I'm I'm putting it out into the world, my initial idea for this was to take what would be an hour-long segment and maybe turn it into like maybe something that's like 20 minutes long, still audio format because there's really no video with it. I mean, I could turn my, my cam on, but it kind of it kind of goes against what my original idea was. And have that be like a 20-minute episode and have timestamps in the description. So it's like, um, this is where I talk about this, this is where I talk about this, this, this. And then you could tune in and listen to whatever you want. So I was thinking about making that an actual video on Brickitect that comes out at like maybe at like midnight some night or whatever. Just like so you could listen to it as a late-night radio show. Or I was thinking about maybe just chopping it and and putting it on Brickitect Live as segments. Or, or maybe and making it its own podcast. So the Brick Tech Live Late Night Radio Show would become a podcast in the same way that Missing Pieces is as a separate entity. So you could go on to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the Late Night Radio Show, and that'd be where you'd listen to it at. But it would be the edited version. It'd be like a concise version. I'd cut out all like the little silly things and like the the things that aren't necessary or meaningful, and just make it like the things that I really went off about. I saved the first step or the last episode that I did. And I might do a trial at this, but I'm curious to see what you guys think about this topic, whether you would like to listen to a more condensed version of that, whether you would like it as like a full video on Brickitect as like a 20 minute episode of me talking about all the things in one video, or if you think I should just pick like one thing out of that and make it a highlight on Brickitect as like a, I don't know, as like a Brickitect Live late night radio show highlight, because that could be cool too. Or maybe... <laughs> This is, oh, this is interesting though, because I'm coming up with new ideas. Maybe the podcast stays whole at 20 minutes. And then I upload like my favorite clip of that to Brickitect. And then say, if you want to listen to other things that I talked about, you can go to the podcast here, but there will be no other place to listen to it. I think that might be what I do. It's going to be an experiment. I'm going to try it out. Lots, lots of experimentation. That might be the title of this, something about that. Speaking of titles, oh my goodness, I noticed the last episode, 
I need to really work on my titles here and figure out exactly what I want to call these because my last episode really kind of tanked. And it, was, it wasn't because it was a bad episode, the Missing Pieces podcast. It was titled A Question I've Been Asking Myself. And I don't know if that's descriptive enough. I think it's intriguing, which is why I titled it that. But I don't know if it's descriptive enough to get someone to want to click. Um, also, the week before, I didn't do a very good job. I did uh, Bringing It Back to Lego, which is only – it had 4,000 views. Last week's had 3,600 views. But the one before that, which was I decided to stop monetizing our videos – that's catchy. That had 5,400 views. So I need to come up with some better titles for these. I do like the thumbnail. I think the thumbnail really stands out. And when you see it, you can tell that it's a Missing Pieces episode. And I'm noticing now, too, that my fans are kicking on. So I'm going to be curious at this timestamp. Let me see where we're at here. About 30, 30 minutes or so into this. I'm curious to see how loud that fan is on this. Because that was the reason I stopped. I stopped recording this way. But it might require me just to get a new computer. I've been really looking into that for a long time. And this isn't on the outline. I just feel like I need to talk about this since we're on the topic of things that are coming to my mind. I think it may be time for me to get a new MacBook. The The newer ones I feel like are going to run a little bit quieter. They're going to be able to handle what I'm doing here because I'm running, essentially running my phone and this microphone off of my computer, which is plugged in right now. But I think that takes a lot of resources. And I'm running OBS and I have other programs open too. And I think it's just like five-year-old MacBook is like, I can't handle it, but I think it's going to be okay. I'm probably, this is a topic that I wanted to talk about at some point. Now seems like a good time. I think I'm probably more concerned about audio and video and all of the quality that goes behind this than probably anybody else that's watching this is. Like, it's so important to me to have good video quality. It's so important to have good audio quality. It's so important to make this like something that's, that's professional as much as it seems like it isn't. And I think most people are just okay with whatever you put out. Like people understand, like you're just a normal guy. You're not a, you're not a, a video crew. I'm not a filmmaker. I'm just a guy that's in his in his basement recording a, a video using his iPhone. Like it's it's not that serious. And I feel like if you're compelling enough, quality can really go by the wayside. Like I've watched videos from people that I think are wildly entertaining and the quality, the video quality may be garbage and the audio quality might not be that good. Like audio to me is way more important than video. But they're compelling enough to watch it. Like I used to really be, be a big fan of Casey Neistat back when his videos were vlogs and not just advertisements every once in a while. And I was thinking like he was always about the equipment and making these epic videos. And I was like, you know, if this guy filmed on a potato, I would probably still watch his videos just because of how engaging they are. And I, I think it'd be awesome to, to, to like get to that place where I feel like I'm, I'm that. Like people would watch if I filmed this on. And I, I had an idea to do this. I have it sitting around here somewhere. But I have my original camcorder from 2012 when I started making videos or was just getting into making videos. And I thought, how cool would it be if I made a video with that camcorder just to see if anyone said anything? I'm sure you probably would notice because obviously going from 4K to maybe 1080p or 720p might be a bit of a down downside or a bit of a, a setback, but it might be kind of cool too. But uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of, I think, pretty much everything that I want to talk about this week. I don't have much else other than, oh, this one I want to save to the end because this is, this is a really long-term way of thinking. I have this footage on my computer that I've been sitting on since August 24th, 2019. It's of me, Mrs. Rickitect, and Clark at Walmart. We go looking around the Lego aisle, and we're shopping there and stuff like that. And then we, our Walmart has a subway in there, so we were eating in some subway. And Clark did, like, this dance to start the video off and stuff. And I had, I had like, this footage. 
and I just edited it up this week and I, I considered maybe putting it out for like the six months. It's been like six months since I did it. And there was this idea of a video time capsule. And that's kind of what I run my whole channel behind on Greg's World, which is I'm recording these memories to have as a time capsule for the future to look back on. But I got this idea. And I I think Mr. Beast did a video like this where he made a video to himself two years ago. or t- He made a video to himself and then had it scheduled to upload in two years. And it was like his dreams and goals for YouTube. And that video went live two years later and he like completely forgot about it. But of course he surpassed all those dreams and all the goals that he had. But it was, it was essentially a time capsule where it was buried and then brought out to life years later. And what I was thinking about doing with this video from August 24th, 2019 is to do essentially what he did where I'm going to upload it like today and I'm going to schedule it for August 24th, 2020. So it'll be cool to see because you it, it chicken noises. It'll be cool to see because you'll watch a video August 2020 that was recorded a year earlier and everything's going to be different. Like Clark's going to be much older. Like I've already noticed how different he is in the last six months. And you'll be get to see Lego sets are on the shelf that haven't been in there for a long time. And it'll just be really neat to look back on. If I had a lot more nerve, maybe I should just make a video. I can do this anytime. Make a video that's going to be uploaded 10 years from now. We'll see if YouTube's even around then and see what that's like. But it'd be really cool to like completely forget about this. And maybe I should like do this as a treat to myself, right? More so even for you. Uh, make a video today, just do, like random, whatever. Schedule to upload five years from now. And then five years comes and I'm like, oh my God, that video. I didn't even, I forgot about that. That was an amazing time in my life. I don't know. It's uh, just various ideas and, and things that I'm thinking about doing and experimenting with again the whole topic of this podcast experimenting trying things out seeing what works what doesn't work and i encourage you to do that with anything in your life whether it's lego try out new things see see if there's something new that you like whether it's a, a job that you're that you want to try or whether it's a hobby you want to get into or maybe trying some new food uh exercising whatever it is like step Maybe this is kind of beyond what I'm doing, but step out of your comfort zone and try something new. Try it out. Experiment with it. If you like it, keep doing it. If you don't like it, don't. There's no big loss for that other than maybe some public embarrassment, at least in my case, where I try to do like this epic series, my sort series, which I call some random thing like sort attack. And people are like, that's that's a terrible name, Greg. And I'm like, shoot, now I got to go back and change it. And uh, I don't know. I'm having a good time. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me here during my, my little podcast thing here. Um, it's, it, I say this every week, but I think I should reiterate it. It's my favorite thing that I do. I love just coming down here and letting all these things out of my mind and then starting out with a fresh slate for the next week and, and actually doing the things and then following up on them and, and telling you guys how I made out very much. So in this, this episode with the, the turning off ads and the video time capsule, like all these, all these ideas that I've had and some things that I've tried and some things that I haven't to, to run it by you and get your feedback. I read all the comments in this. I oftentimes don't get a chance to reply to them either at all or, or just some of them, but I do read everything that comes through. And I, I appreciate you guys taking the time, not only to listen to this, but also give me the feedback that I desperately need to, to determine the, the future of this channel and to determine the path that we're going on. Uh, so on that, uh, we're going to wrap it up for this week. If you guys have any topics that you'd like to discuss next week, I'll be open to that. I need to get back into to viewer feedback uh, and also to, uh, to do like a viewer related discussion each week. So I'd like to do that next week. And if you have anything that you'd like me to talk about, whether it's Lego life or Lego life, throw it out there and, uh, and we'll make it a part of the episode. So on that, thank you guys for listening this week. And as always, we'll find you 
in the next Missing Pieces.